0: parallels between Isaac and Abraham. Not surprising. Often uh, parents' qualities show up in their children. So if you see some things that are similar, that's to be expected. Another thing you see in this chapter, it appears to be out of chronological order. That happens sometimes when you're telling history. You can't always tell it in chronological order. So this chapter, I think we'll see later on, appears to be pre-kid. Uh, so, you know, chronologically, maybe, you know, it occurred, uh, you know, around 25, 19, 20, 21, something like that. Um, and I'm not going to deal with this right now, but in the structure of the book of Genesis, I would suggest chapter 26 and chapter 34 share a lot of parallels. And then when we come to 34, we'll look at that a little bit. So, chapter 26, would somebody read 1 to 17?
1: And there was a famine in the land, beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Go not down to Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, I will be with thee, and will bless thee, for unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries. Uh, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. And I will, give thee, uh, I will give unto thy seed all these countries, and thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice, and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws, and Isaac dwelt in Gerar. And the men of the place asked him of his wife, and he said, She is my sister, for he feared to say, She is my wife, lest, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebekah, because she was fair to look upon. And it came to pass when there had been a long time that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, of a surety she is thy wife. And how says thou, She is my sister? And Isaac said to him, Because I said, Lest I die for her. And Abimelech said, What is this that thou hast done unto us? One of the people might lightly have lain with thy wife, uh, And thou shouldst have brought guiltiness upon us. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that toucheth this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac uh, sowed in that land, and received the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great, and went forward, and grew until he became very great. For he had a possession of the flocks, and possession of herds, and a great store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. For all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with the earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there.
0: Okay. Famine in the land. There have been several of those. That's part of what comes up in life. Where does Isaac go? Yeah, down toward the Philistine territory. And God tells him not to do what? Go to Egypt. Don't go to Egypt. I wonder why he said that.
2: Not ready yet. Right. He's practicing for later when he's going to tell him that over and over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say he
3: always tells him not to him.
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: the truth. Yeah. Why would Isaac have thought to go to Egypt?
4: What his dad did when there was a famine. Good
0: point. And great empire. Yes, and
4: presumably there was food there if everybody was going.
0: Probably there. was. Why would there be food in Egypt in a famine? The Nile perhaps. So, you know, that might have been a logical thing. You know, you might have thought, well, that's going to be a good place to go and eat, but God says don't go there, and thankfully, uh, Isaac uh, obeys. Um, that would have tested him somewhat, but God tells him more than that. God said, if you'll sojourn in the land, I'll bless you. I'll give all these lands to your, uh, descendants. I'll establish the oath with uh, Abraham and I'll make you a very great nation. Uh, and notice that he's doing this because Abraham obeyed his command. That really shows you how important it is that Abraham did what God says and God is repeating these promises to Isaac. I think the the fact that God here repeats the promises to Isaac and reassures Isaac of what he'd do for him makes his behavior in this chapter less excusable. He's got God's word that you know he's gonna have descendants and everything's gonna be good and uh, so uh, that he he should have trusted God in that. What happens though is he's down there in the Philistine territory and what's he worried about? Being killed because he's
4: got a pretty
0: wife. Yeah. Rebecca was beautiful and if they find out I'm her husband they'll bump me off so they can have her. And so what do they say about their relationship? She's my sister. She's my sister. Ever heard that one before? Yeah, twice before Abraham said it twice. Isn't it interesting that lying is at least at this point in time one of the chronic weaknesses of God's people. And it seems like that just really drags people down all through the Bible record and today as well. And uh, they're just not honest about it. Um, And sometimes we think the way Isaac does. You know, well, if I, if I was honest, look what might happen, so I'd better lie. Well, we don't determine what's right to do by thinking about the possible consequences. You determine what's right to do by what God says is right. God will take care of the consequences. You do the right thing. So they say, and, and the Philistines believe their brother and sister until what happens?
5: He catches him acting in ways other than a brother would toward his sister
0: yes, exactly, and the narrative spares us the details, but whatever was happening, it was obvious a brother and sister wouldn't do that with each other and so that wakes up Abimelech and he talks to Isaac, he says she's not your sister and really rebukes him, because what's Abimelech's point? And complaining to Isaac.
1: God would have cursed us.
0: Yeah, if one of us had taken her, God would have cursed the whole nation and brought guilt upon us. You know, you put our uh, nation at risk because of your lie. Isn't it terrible to be, have to be rebuked for dishonesty by an uncircumcised Philistine? Wow. That ought to have stung. I don't know if it did, but it ought to have, because that's just really that's a shame. It's a shame when non-Christians have greater standard of right and wrong morality than what Christians do, and it's a shame here when a Philistine has a greater sense of honesty and fair play than what Isaac did, and uh, you know that that's just really really sad. And so Abimelech like said, "Don't nobody's to go near," you know, Rebecca. She's this man's wife. Thoughts and comments on that that story.
3: That that oh, I'm sorry. Go
4: ahead. As I say, the Abimelech. This is apparently a, a different Abimelech. It's you know hereditary title and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's 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 a title. And so, but in the annals of the Philistines, I, I'm pretty sure that somebody might have mentioned that the last time somebody <laughs> from this family came <laughs> and said, "This is my sister, not my wife." We were all cursed and, and couldn't have children until there was a you know, an intercessory prayer there. So maybe there's this like, you know, part of the manual for the Abimelech. <laughs> Don't trust this family when it comes to and they say this is my sister.
0: There's well, a- at least they ought to write it in by
3: now. <laughs> That's a good point. Boy. You mentioned this, but that his his response to Abimelech that that should have been such an embarrassing Thing for him. I mean, he doesn't have any reasoned, uh, any good reason for what he's done. He just lied because of what he thought might happen. Yeah, yeah.
0: Is there ever a good reason to lie? No. You know, we so often think, we so often decide what we're going to do based on the situation. Well now, look, in this situation would lying be okay? Well, does the situation determine right and wrong? You know, if lying is wrong, then you know, it doesn't really matter what kind of scenario you've got or what the consequences might be or what you think could happen or whatever, it's wrong. You know, we we make a mistake when we start by saying well let's see look at this situation look what could happen and therefore I think it'd be smarter to do this no we always need to start with what is the will of the Lord what does he tell us to do that's it
5: makes me wonder if uh, Abraham had shared this story and it was common knowledge or not with Isaac you know was it the fact that he knew that it happened that gave him the idea or was the fact he didn't even know anything about it that kept him from learning from that
0: I don't know but you know it's really common for children to repeat their parents sins you know however they came to know it a lot of times they might know even if they weren't told they might have you know you know known about it now in this case i don't think isaac was alive when that happened but you know it may be that there were other times Abraham had acted in similar ways that we're not even told about but but you know I mean there's a lot of times you you ever see a you ever see a little child playing with a doll baby and 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 yell at the doll baby for something <laughs> and what do you? pretty much assume they're doing. <laughs> they heard that somewhere, didn't they? And sometimes a parent can really see himself in the mirror when he sees how the little baby, little child treats the doll baby. You know, and, and we've all, if you've, if you've got children very old, you know, you've seen things they've said and done, and you've thought, ooh, I know where they got that. You know, it's just so common. It's one of the reasons why we really need to to be very careful about our lives. You know, when we have children, we need to anyway because of God. But you know, is there anybody who really knows us as well as our children do? You know, there are a lot of things they can tell about us that, that really you might not think they could. You think about, you know, what you knew about your parents, you know. There's a lot of attitudes that we can we can discern. You know, we may not be able to put our finger on it, but we know, and so we'll have a big impact on our on our kids and how they how they
2: are. Other thoughts on this? One time we had my two year old cousin in the car with us, and she looked out the windshield and said, "It's green, people." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, better than something she might have said <laughs> but yeah it's, it's fascinating you know older children maybe don't do it quite so blatantly but they do it a lot more substantially but yeah isn't that funny <laughs> uh, other thoughts well well You know, in spite of, you know, Isaac's uh, moral failures, God blessed him greatly. And he became rich and richer and now very wealthy and flocks and herds and a great household. And, of course, you know what happens a lot of times when you get really rich? People envy you. Yeah. People don't like people who are rich you know regardless because it's like oh I want that you know you get, you get upset because of somebody else's good fortune so what did the Philistines start doing yeah which that's a big deal maybe it doesn't sound like much but A have you ever dug a well and B you know how important water is in an area prone to famine in an arid place you need water you know, it's not quite like it is today, where you can just go on and turn on the faucet. You know, <laughs> uh, so that's a big deal. And and finally, Abimelech just says to Isaac, "You need to, you need to leave. You're too powerful for us. You know, there's too much contention because Isaac is so wealthy." Comments and questions through verse seventeen.
5: It it strikes me that that. Shortly after this lying incident, God turns around and blesses Isaac. I mean, yes, monetarily, uh, materially, uh, and I—I I don't know. I guess I would expect maybe more, um, you know, more of a rebuke from God than than this. So it is just interesting.
3: Well, didn't the same thing happen to Abraham though? I mean,
5: yeah. Melchizedek
3: gives him flocks and herds and money. And yeah. So what does that tell you? Sometimes. God can use
1: people who aren't righteous, so to speak, to teach us a lesson. Yes.
0: I
4: was going to say, look at what God's giving you and follow
2: him.
0: Yes.
2: Just because you're prospering doesn't mean you're right. Exactly.
0: That's an important lesson. Because sometimes we can think, well, look at all God's doing for me. I must be doing everything right that is not a fair deduction. I think that's an important lesson. By the way, based upon these 17 verses, why would I have said that we would assume Isaac and Rebecca didn't have children yet?
1: Because they suspected
0: that- Brother and sister. Yeah. 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 So I'm assuming they didn't have their twins with them. (laughs) (laughs) That would have kind of been a giveaway, you know. Uh, unless they said they adopted or something, <laughs> I don't know. but uh, this is my little brother. So that—that's what makes me think, at least to that extent. Yeah. Daddy, yeah. Daddy, daddy, daddy. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So at least to that extent. Uh, to this point in the chapter, yeah. it seems to me like they hadn't had any children, or that would have been a difficult ruse to pull off. Um, 18 to 25.
2: Then Isaac dug again the wells of water which had been dug in the days of his father Abraham, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And he gave them the same names which his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of flowing water, the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with the herdsmen of Isaac, saying, The water is ours. So he named the well Essek, because they contended with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over it too. So he named it Sitna. And he moved away from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he named it Rehoboth. For he said, At last the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. Then he went up from there to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. So he built an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dug a well all
0: right so we have some more of these uh, water issues you know isaac digs some of these wells that kind of re-digs <coughs> them that had been dug in the days of abraham but what keeps happening
4: people keep saying hey that's
0: my well that's my water yeah the the herdsmen in of the philistines claim the wells for themselves finally gets far enough away he gets a well that they don't try to claim, and uh, that's a that's a blessing. Uh, it's just a that's just a contentious issue, and then the Lord appears to him and reassures him that He blesses him and He builds an altar to the Lord and digs another well. So you know God is blessing him and taking care of him in spite of some of these issues. Um, and I think one of the things you see is this is a part of God's faithfulness to what He told Abraham. You know he's the God of Abraham, and therefore he's blessing Isaac. Comments and questions, camera.
4: Did everyone name their wells Isaac? Because it seems like Abraham named them. Because um, Isaac is reigning, reigning him. Yeah.
3: Everybody named their wells. I don't know. Hagar named a well?
0: Yeah. That may just have been something you did with wells. I mean. You know,
4: you know, tell them apart. Yeah. You know, go to, go to the well, which well, Dad? Uh, this well.
0: We we name water companies. Waterfalls. <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: waterfalls. That's right. Rivers. Bodies and,
1: of water. Yeah. Yeah. And lake. Which great lake? Lake Michigan. Okay, I know what you're talking
3: about. Yeah. So, I don't know. These bathrooms in here have (laughs) 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 masks.
0: Yeah, good point, Uh, they must have been related to Debbie. I wonder if this was the precursor of Disney, I don't know. (laughs) People named their cars too. <laughs> <who> did <that? laughs> yeah. but didn't Abraham pay for the wells? At least the one he yes, got the he
2: water did. rights. Seven lambs. Yeah. That's
4: a right. Seven lambs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And made the covenant that this. Good point. And then they wanted to make a covenant yeah. that yeah. no harm, you won't do us any harm. And they turn around and do that again. It's like this is just completely repeating yes, everything that Abraham did. He yeah. had to dig yes. the wells. He had to lie about his wife, <laughs> and yeah. her, the whole thing. Beersheba is the same city he ends up in.
0: There are really uh, amazing uh, parallels. That, that's exactly right. You know, he's almost like, somebody has uh, said in this chapter, it's like Isaac is Abraham Jr. Right. And I think some of those things yeah. are the reason you might think that. I mean, it's kind of right. You know, struggles with the same issues, uses the same inappropriate strategies, and goes through a lot of the same things. I guess you can't count on people to, you know, keep their agreements long, you know? I mean, look at look at treaties in our international world. I mean, it's almost like they're made to be broken, so. Other thoughts?
5: 26 to 33? Then Abimelech came to him from Gerar with his advisor Ahuzath and Phicol the commander of his army. And Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? And they said, We see plainly that the Lord has been with you. So we said, Let there now be an oath between us, even between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you that you will do us no harm just as we have not touched you and have done to you nothing but good and have sent you away in peace. You are now the blessed of the Lord. Then he made them a feast and they ate and drank. And in the morning they arose early and exchanged oaths. Then Isaac sent them away and they departed from him in peace. Now it came about on the same day That Isaac's servants came in and told him about the well which they had dug and said to him, We have found water. So he called it Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba to this day.
0: Okay, so we've got the discussion between Abimelech and Isaac, and Isaac's like, You know, why are you coming to me? You know, you hate me, you've sent me away from you, and what does. uh Abimelech's advisors say.
3: And Abimelech. We see that God's blessed you. We want to make a covenant with him. That makes a lot of just, sense. Just like Abraham.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, when men are in a right relationship with the Lord, typically their relationship with their neighbors improves. And uh, they want they want a covenant with Isaac. Clearly God has blessed him. And uh, he, he recong- Abimelech recognizes that. So they, they, make this covenant feast. They exchange oaths, and you know, make this peace treaty. And Isaac's servants.
5: Find water.
0: Yeah, dig another well. They're good at finding water, aren't they? <laughs> you know, they seem to find it about everywhere they try to dig. Uh, so, comments or questions on that?
3: What what do you think it was about Isaac that Abimelech saw that the Lord has been with you? Do you think it's more than his prosperity or Probably
0: his prosperity and finding water every place he turns,
3: I don't know. Yeah,
5: what made him attribute it to the Lord?
0: <sighs> yeah, that's a good question. Um is that possibly you know, just their recognition that Isaac's God would be the one who gives him prosperity.
1: Because it doesn't record here that Abimelech had a vision from God saying, right. hey, "Don't take his wife or anything like right. that." Right.
3: No? Good they question. Do, they they do seem to have a knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do, and a fear of God. Good point.
4: I think Abraham going around with guys is enough to get them all afraid of him. And they're like, he must have passed them down to Isaac. Now he's prospering.
0: Mm-hmm. Good point. Other thoughts? Well, 34 and 35.
5: When Esau was 40 years old, he married Judith, the daughter of Bailey, the Hittite,
4: and Basemath, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and they brought grief to Isaac and Rebekah.
0: Now it's interesting that Esau's wives more or less enclosed this story that we're going to see in chapter 27, the first part of chapter 28. You know, you see that here in 34 and 35, and then if you drop down to 28 verses 6 through 9 you have more story related to Esau's wives and uh, maybe there's a point to that because because of the event in chapter 27 uh, Jacob is sent away to find a wife that wouldn't be a wife like Esau had from back uh, where their people were uh, but you know clearly Esau's not marrying the kind of people that you know Isaac and Rebecca wished he would which would have been relatives and not Canaanites. Thoughts on chapter
3: 26? Esau marrying for spite. So, I mean, that's or he seems to, especially in 28. Yes. Uh, um, so that's not anything new, is it?
0: Marrying for spite, or maybe marrying thinking that he'd marry somebody they wanted him to.
3: Oh,
0: I'm not so because he marries okay. an uh, uh, an Ishmaelite. I think he thinks maybe that'll be what they're looking for. That's the way I interpret that okay. in chapter twenty-eight.
1: They're relatives.
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's
1: kind of like she's my sister. <laughs> Try and get
0: around it, it's the partial truth. You know, with Esau, I, I don't know. It depends on how you read Esau. I almost read him as so spiritually dull, he doesn't
3: quite get it. I don't know. Well, I, I have a hard time reading Isaac through, through this whole thing.
0: It's hard to come up, for me, it's hard to come up with much of a understanding of Isaac. N- we it, it know
5: very little about him. We don't
0: know a lot about him. Yeah. yeah. Isaac just doesn't, he's, he's kind of the, the bridge between Abraham and Jacob. Mm-hmm. And, and we pointed out in one of the classes, I don't know who all was here, that you don't have the Book of the Generations of Abraham, which would be about Isaac. So it's almost like Abraham is, or Isaac is skipped, you know, in even that structure. So I think there isn't much That really develops the character of Isaac. Really, I think you find out more about him in chapter 27. You know, that story with the blessing. And still, I mean, you're finding out about him almost by default. I mean, it's not so much him as the factors around him. The fact that he initiates this with Esau maybe tells tells you something. But, I don't know. So even after Esau's
4: wives make the um, Isaac and Rebecca not happy, he still loves Isaac more? He still loves like Esau more, yeah, Moore.
0: yes, yes. After all, he's a good hunter. He makes that, that really good stew, you know, man, you, you want that. Yeah, that's, that's something to think about.
1: Gary, do you think it was a good idea for them to make all these oaths with different peoples you know Abraham did and Isaac did here I mean do you think that was a good idea I mean because it almost seems to me like well you kind of see how that turned out for him here maybe and so God doesn't want to make covenants with the nations later I don't know
0: I haven't really thought about it I haven't been inclined to think there was something wrong with
3: peace treaties in this situation but well God has told him to dwell in this land right and uh I don't know whether there's a connection there or not, but
2: could be. Maybe also he he still is not giving the land to them. He's still having to live among the other people and deal with them and treaties and and whatever and fight with them over the wells. Yeah. But later I'm going to give you all. This all going to be yours. You won't have to barter.
0: So it may be stressing the challenge of not getting it yet. And just being a pilgrim in that
2: setting, yeah. Just, good point. You know, we're just pointing out that it's not yours yet. <laughs> right, right. Clearly not.
0: Other thoughts? Well, chapter twenty-seven. We'll just uh, start kind of working through. There's so much that could be said in chapter
5: twenty-seven, and uh, it takes a while to go through that. Although we probably do know the story.